Hi, I'm Chad Emerson, and this is the Downtown Explorer Podcast, the virtual third place where we gather for interesting conversations with downtown innovators and entrepreneurs. Hi, everyone. Chad Emerson, Downtown Huntsville, Inc. We're back at the worldwide headquarters of Downtown Huntsville, and we're recording a little special series. Uh, We always talk about what's fun to do downtown Huntsville, but sometimes it's fun to get out of town. So we're going to be doing this series with our friends at the Huntsville International Airport, and we're going to talk about fun places you can fly direct right here from Huntsville if you need a little getaway. And so today, we're going to start with one of my favorite places in the world, Orlando, Florida, and the Walt Disney World Resort. They're celebrating their 50th anniversary, and we identified a local Disney fan, Kristen Deaton. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Chad. Okay, so... Beyond a Disney fan, you you also have an op, an optometry I, optometry optometry practice, practice right there on Bob Wallace. So, mm-hmm. um, but you, I've I've got to know from social media is are one of the bigger Disney fans that I've run across in Huntsville. Um, thanks. I would qualify myself as a Disney fan, and most of my friends and family would say that. I do know some people that are a little bit more enthusiastic, if you can imagine, more than me. How many times have you been to Walt Disney World? You know, that is one of the survey questions they ask you, and it has to be about 20 times. Okay, so... That's More in my adulthood yeah. than childhood. <laughs> so let's let's kind of talk about, it, it, you know, it's fun to get out of town and go to a place. And the 50th anniversary, it's hard to believe, October 1st, 1971, the Walt Disney World Resort opened. And uh, now, five decades later, have you been for the 50th anniversary? Uh, I have, actually. Okay. Um, Before we talk about the fun stuff on the 50th, let's talk about your first trip. When do you remember going to the Walt Disney World Resort for the very first time? I have vague memories as a child. We actually would travel to Sarasota quite often and travel just directly across the state to Orlando. And I remember... My first trip being probably around four or five. I know I went around two, and I fell out of my high chair. That was the hysterical story that my parents would tell me. But my biggest memory was staying in the Polynesian, and I have vague memories of taking the um, ferry boat across the lake to Magic Kingdom. One of the original resorts, the mm-hmm. Polynesian Resort. So, um so you go as a kiddo, like a lot of us go, and then as we get older, some people kind of fade away from Disney, and some people find it more interesting. So um, when did you start thinking, boy, even as an adult, Disney World sounds like a fun place to go? Well, so my first re-entry into Disney was I was at Furman University, and I was taking a marine biology class, And there was a gentleman that was in charge of actually the aquarium in Epcot Center. So that large aquarium that you actually uh, will, you used to go fake down and dive into. and um, The living seas. The living seas. And they used to have some variation of that. Now it's the Nemo ride, the living seas with Nemo. And um, he was an he was in charge of basically keeping it. He had a degree, but he was from Furman. So we got to go backstage and see all of the inner workings as a biology major. That was really cool. Um, And so that sort of got me like, man, I haven't been to Disney in a really long time. But it was really when they sort of adopted running into... Okay. So Run Disney is what actually brought me back to Disney World. 
Well, those are two of my favorite things in the world is running and mm-hmm. Disney. So um, how did you get involved with running at Disney? A friend of mine and her husband invited my husband and I. He had never, My husband had never been. And so we went down there for the half marathon. It was the first time it had snowed that year. Snowed um, at Disney. Snowed at Disney Not World. the artificial Main Street. Uh, Not snow. Not snow, oh, okay. but actually snowed. It was, I think it was 2010. Wow. Um, and so it was like 27 degrees the day we ran the half marathon. And the roads froze over for the marathon the next day. It was quite an experience. <laughs> That's right. So Disney Marathon Weekend. What other Disney World races have you run? I've actually run all of them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Princess, Star Wars, Wine and Dine, and... I did not get to do the Tower of Terror of Ten Miler. They had something, and then the Expedition Everest, they had like a little one. They're actually bringing that back for the spring, um, but I won't make it there for that. So somewhere at your house, you have a bunch of Disney running medals in a closet or a drawer. Office. Or, My office. office. Okay, okay. <laughs> My office has all the medals. Okay, so uh, running at Disney. Um, what are some of the other things, uh, if you go down, well, we'll talk about um, – Without kiddos first, and we'll talk with kiddos. Sure. What are some of the fun things? Like, what's a perfect Disney World day when you get off the plane at Orlando International and you head there? What do you like to do? Um, well, as you're heading there, you know, thinking about the greetings because it, the cast members really make the experience and welcome home. It's sort of a cheesy way, but what Disney does great is invoke those uh, memories and not only using your sight, but your hearing and your smells um, to really get that sense of, I am home. Like, well, well, thanks for welcoming back to my house. It's not my house. It's my home away from home. So really going to the resort is sort of like that introduction to the world. But once you get there and you check in and then you head to your first bus or monorail, Probably that experience just get your heartbeat heart rate go up for the rest of the day. Do you have a favorite resort? Animal Kingdom Lodge oh, is probably my favorite. That is my home resort. So okay, so when you say home resort, that, that Disney has almost like a, the, a thing called Disney Vacation Club. Correct. It's like a timeshare. It's like a timeshare thing. So that's okay. My home so you resort. run all the races, you have a timeshare, and you've been twenty times. So I think we found a Disney fan to interview today. Yes. <laughs> So I assume um, Animal Kingdom, you're getting the rooms that when you wake up in the morning, you look out and there is a real giraffe. There is. It's the Savannah View. You cannot go wrong. I think it's the most underrated (laughs) resort they have just because of it is far away from the Magic Kingdom. It's, you know, it takes a little bit of time on a bus to get to where you need to go. But honestly, you cannot beat seeing Ankle cattle, giraffes eating, and zebras right outside your door while drinking coffee in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pretty special place. You don't get that at most uh, Hiltons or Marriotts. No, I assume, you so. don't. Um, so let's say you're you're leaving a resort. You know what's what's a a park you love to hit first thing in the morning because parks are magical at different times of day. I, we tend to theor- you know strategize before we go. So depending on what day we go. So if we start on a Monday, we probably will hit. Animal Kingdom or Epcot first because Magic Kingdom is notoriously busy first thing in the week because the, you know, with kids and whatnot, they'll tend to do that. So as adults, it's not as difficult to navigate, 
But um, when you have your family along or you're dealing with other people's families, people will hit Magic Kingdom get, to get that aha moment first. So I didn't realize there are certain parks that are busier certain times. Of the I day. feel like they are. Okay. Good. Parts of you know parts of the week that are busier than others. Do you have mm-hmm. a spreadsheet or something with all? No. Okay. okay. I was going to say there I, are I websites that do that for you. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, 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 that's helpful. I've, I've I've never known to plan that way. So. Um, you go in the park and let's say you go to Magic Kingdom first. Do you, yeah. are, are you a um, enjoy the food, watch a show, ride the rides? I mean, Disney has so many unique entertainment experiences. What is your favorite way to start at a park? Um, walking down Main Street, admiring the castle. And once you get the aha and the awe factor from just the new paint job or whatever it is on the castle, usually we hit... Fantasyland or New Fantasyland. So we'll hit up that first to do, say, Peter Pan's ride, that or Jungle Cruise on one of the other sides. So have you been to Disneyland in Anaheim? I have. Okay, so a lot of people talk about the Disneyland. Was it Sleeping Beauty Castle? Castle. And Mm -hmm. then Cinderella's Castle. And one is much larger than the other. Yes. Do you are you a Sleeping Beauty castle person or a Cinderella castle person? The Cinderella castle is much more ah uh, spectacular. Yeah. yeah, Sleeping Beauty castles is really small. I was surprised at how small it was. Actually, yeah, it feels like you could throw a football over the castle on the other mm-hmm. side of the moat. So, um, so of those two parks, so those are really the two iconic parks. Um, which one did you feel the most? Disney-ish at Disneyland or Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World? For me, Magic Kingdom, because that's where all my memories lie. Um, I think if I was to actually travel to more like Glendale and see the the actual animation studios and whatnot, I think that would be a little bit different for me. But uh, for me, because all my memories lie in Walt Disney World, specifically Magic Kingdom and Epcot, that would be more or less, where I feel most connected. So, no, I think a lot of people think of a trip to Disney World, you know, going over to Huntsville International, hopping on one of those direct flights, getting down there, super easy. But it's really just a place to take kids. But a lot of people, some people go solo, and some people go with just adult friends, right? What's what's the fun parts about going on an adult trip? I mean, getting to do some different things or not having to wait in as many lines or what, what makes that magical? Just like making memories with your kiddos. Two totally different experiences. If it was just my husband and I, that is a a completely, we have our agenda. We have the things, the top ones that we're willing to wait for. Um, When I go with my girlfriends, it may be just sitting and observing people as well as much easier to navigate crowds. Obviously, if you don't have a kid that you're dragging behind or pushing a stroller, when it is crowded, it does get a little bit dicey when you're pushing a stroller. So the fact that you can dodge in and out and be more flexible, I think every family is different in how they how their dynamics are and how they work as family. But as adults, we can say, hey, I'm going to go hit and sit down and listen to the Beauty and the Beast show while somebody else goes and not have feelings hurt, Um, as opposed to you have to deal with a meltdown or do child-specific ones that over and over and over again, like my niece did when she was five and wanted to ride Ariel's Under the Sea adventure 10 times. 
Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. you got to know that ride pretty yes, well. Yes, very good. <laughs> you very probably well. know the entire dialogue. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. so when you're at Disney, um, people think of rides and shows, but one of my favorite things to do there is to dine. What are some of, and, and it's not just char- I mean, character breakfast. I remember taking the kids when they were little and they yep. get to meet Eeyore and all the other and some great pictures, um, or at least great picture for the parents. They were terrified sometimes when they were, had to be held by Cruella or whatever. But, um, but adult type dining, like really good dining is there. Do you, have, do you experience that when you go sometimes? We definitely enjoy eating, even though we have a suite or what they would call like a two-bedroom villa or something like that at, for DVC, we actually enjoy dining at the certain um, eateries. We have our specific ones. May I suggest uh, Skipper Canteen in Magic Kingdom. Is you may, far, but I don't know. I've never been to Skipper you've Canteen. You've never yeah, been to Skipper I, Canteen? Uh, it is themed Magic off of the Jungle Cruise, so it's all puns. Oh. Yes. And it has great food. They have really done a good job about blending the Imagineering crew and the creativity along with the culinary Imagineers. And so they really, the, the menus now tend to be more storytelling than, mm-hmm. say, just your typical, which you can get, French fries, chicken nuggets, hot dog at Casey's Corner, whatever. Yeah. That's what's fun about even dining um, is that it feels like some a lot of the places you're in a story rather than in a restaurant. That's right? correct, and that's what makes it fun because the cast members certainly sell it when they're when they're there doing that activity. So, what are some of the other um, if you were if, if you were recommending restaurants at Disney World for a first time, or what were some other places you'd recommend? Well, Disney Springs always has great ones. You have Disney owned restaurants, and then you have independent-owned restaurants um, across the board. Disney Springs obviously has more of a nightlife, along with Epcot. Uh, So you're going to have more variety between the Boathouse, which is Disney-owned, to Morimoto Asia, which is obviously not owned by Disney. And uh, my favorite in Epcot, obviously, would be there's three restaurants in Mexico, but Via Napoli, actually the sit-down Via Napoli in Italy, is one of my favorites. Yeah, let's talk about Epcot. That's uh, a lot of people when they're thinking of going to Disney, they think of animated characters, and 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 that's a great part of the experience. But at Epcot, you can literally travel to almost every continent. You know, what are some of the favorite countries that you like to go explore in the World Showcase? Well, first of all, you have to figure out whether or not you are a Mexico to the left when you hit World Showcase, or you go. England, France to the right. So, oh, you so is this split. like a, a right brain, left brain thing? It is. So okay. some people will start to the right and some people start to the left. You may not have known that. But um, so obviously with... And you, you, know, you can't... I mean, and you are a... Uh, we go left. Okay. You're to Mexico. Mexico. Okay. okay. Hit okay. up Margarita tequila tasting. Okay. So um, Epcot is known for their festivals and so a lot of adults will travel specifically for those festivals food and wine being the number one and then flower and garden being another activity and then i think they have one for the arts but so the restaurants you have mexico i'm going to skip them the beer garden in germany you also have um i think it's one of the princess breakfast at in norway 
that's where the Anna and Elsa, the frozen ride is. Okay. Uh, France, Italy, gosh, China, so Japan, America. You can American. just get about any you type of food you want. Food everywhere, multiple options across the board. Do you have a favorite dish at World Showcase? <sighs> no, I don't. Okay. I the <laughs> I have a favorite drink. <laughs> okay, that counts too. Uh, so the favorite drink is France. They have a Grand Marnier sh- slushy. A Grand Marnier slushy. Yes. Yeah, I got yeah, uh-huh. attention. Like, let's, let's go to Epcot. <laughs> let's right. go to Epcot. That's right. I think there are adults that would. You know, I have never done the drink around the world. I would not recommend it. And oh, I've heard about that. Yes, mm-hmm. that doesn't seem like a super good idea. Yeah, it's not very smart. It was funny. I, 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 here, Tim, our producer, is is looking at his phone, catching up on some things, and you say the words "Grand Marinere Slushy," and all his his eyes just lifted up. Yep, that is. <laughs> so that's a real thing. It is. It's okay. a real thing. Along with you know, they're very creative, and I think one of the downsides to COVID, they haven't had a lot of because of the travel into the United States. One of the exciting parts about Epcot is when you have typically in that world, the workers are specifically from say Germany. So they're all majority of them are, have their green card or whatever their work visa to work. So they're international, international workers, but they haven't been able to travel unless they've lived here in the United States. So you're kind of missing that currently, but I still would highly recommend going. What's the scariest ride at Walt Disney world for you? Uh, used to be Stitch's Great Escape. Okay. That is closed. That was also the alien encounter. Oh, yeah, okay. That was a little claustrophobic. <laughs> it was awful. But they no longer have that, so uh, there's really not a scary one. I think Dinosaur tends to be the... So there's not a ride where you're like, no way, Jose? <laughs> okay. No, my kids would di- you know, disagree with me, but for me, no. What What is the, what is the ride that... Um, the uh, kiddos say, no way, Mom. Hollywood Tower of Terror. Oh, the big drop one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The drop one. Okay. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. What is the most nostalgic ride for you? It's a small world. Okay. And that's the boat ride <laughs> where yes. you go... Um, I think when I ride that ride, that song sticks in my head for the next five days, and it makes me want to go crazy. It, it but it will. could be nostalgia as well. <laughs> that may be it. I will tell you the Disneyland um, It's a Small World is better. Okay. Actually. What um, if you could magically transport down there? Not a direct flight, but you had a magical transporter type thing. <sighs> Let me know when you create it. Yes. Where, what ride would you ride if you had one ride to ride in all of Walt Disney World? That is a good question. Thank you. If I had known, I would have prepared for this. So, um, I have to go through all of the rides in my brain. Or maybe just pick one that kind of... I know. Really, honestly, Jungle Cruise stands out, but it's not necessarily. I think Pirates of the Caribbean is by far one of the ones that I could ride over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun ride. It Have is. You, uh, that's one of those rides. There's several rides like Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean that exist in two different places, Disneyland and Walt mm-hmm. Disney World, uh, but they have, they're different in both places. They are different in both places. 
So other than um, Walt Disney World, um, when you go to Orlando, do you hit any of the other, uh, the Universals or other places? I have not been to Universal since I was a child, actually. My children are just now getting into Harry Potter, so I'm sure it's on the horizon. But no, we're actually, haven't done that since I was a child. And then I think, I guess, is SeaWorld in Orlando? SeaWorld's in Orlando. It's been a while. Okay. So. Harry Potter's fun. I know. It's a lot of fun. I've, they have enveloped themselves in it, and we're slowly making our way through the movies. So. Well, a couple more questions, and we'll go to Kristen uh, Deaton's favorite five. Before we get there, um, nighttime at Walt Disney World. That's one of those really special ways they they often say the kisses goodnight at each park they'll do a last thing at the evening uh, over the years what's been your favorite kiss goodnight whether it be a fireworks show or another show what's your favorite nighttime closing event at disney world doesn't have to be even right now it can be any of the years you've been i think the the previous the fireworks show that just left magic kingdom was by far one of my favorites um happily ever after i believe oh, yeah. is what it was called there is and I have not gotten to watch the new one because it was, they just started it back up for the 50th. And when I was down there, it didn't work out with timing because you have to make reservations in the parks and just didn't get to watch it. The Epcot's new one is really good. But yeah. as far as the Happily Ever After, by far is one, one of my favorites, Kiss Goodnights, that they have. And parades, you know, that's another thing you, I mean, that's, it's part of the Disney experience. I mean, there's parades in all different parks and different types of parades. Do you have a parade that's your all-time favorite Disney parade? The Pixar one over in Disneyland was okay. phenomenal. I guess it was California Adventures. Yeah. Um, the Pixar parade that they had was actually fantastic. And then they had a they had their illumination one. It was one with lights, kind of. It's not the electrical light parade. I don't. Super fans will get mad that I don't know the name of that actually because I don't know the name of that one. But it was pretty cool because it was all LED lights versus the old timey, not retired yet electrical light parade. And that's different because I when I was at the parks recently, um, I was riding back to from Magic Kingdom and there's the water parade. Yes. That's been around for a while. That's been around since mm -hmm. the opening time. Yes, so. except for they have all new. They redid all the lights, yeah. I think, and at Destination D23, they added a new feature onto the front or something like that. So, But it plays twice, and if you're at the Contemporary, you will hear it at 10 o'clock at night just to be prepared. Prepare yourself for that. <laughs> it will keep a, you up. <laughs> it's one of those things that are timeless. It's been around and it still is just fun to see. Uh, last question before we move to the favorite five. Sure. Um, if you could magically, we're talking about Disney, wave your wand or whatever, um, and make a new attraction or a new change, could you change one thing at Disney to make you know, something you've seen somewhere else or you didn't like this or you wish it was there. What would be the one thing if you were Imagineer King for the day that Kristen would do? I think we're getting that wish with more Marvel. Oh. There. The Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Epcot. So you're a Marvel so fan. I'm a huge Marvel fan. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Marvel. But when Star Disney Wars. bought Marvel, you must have been on cloud nine. I didn't get into it till then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So started with you know the original Avengers and 
dove in headfirst <laughs> for that. So I think that would kind of just round it out for me. Yeah, um, the uh, talking to some folks I know at Disney, they said the new roller coaster, kind of roller coaster ish type thing um, that replaced an a ride at um, Epcot, but it's called Gardens Galaxy. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be one of the most like technologically and fun rides ever brought to Disney. Well. That'll be fantastic. If it can beat Tron, that will be impressive. It's weird, though. I'll tell you what. When you go to, like, Disney has some Marvel, and then Universal has Hulk. It's like, it's very confusing. There's not a lot of parks that have the same ride, so I don't know how that happened, but I, you can ride Spider-Man at one and Guardians of the Galaxy at the other. Well, that is for a different conversation, not on this of how that happened. Okay, so there's a backstory. There is a backstory on that, for Well, sure. that will be for a future episode. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Maybe on a Disney podcast. But um, we like to wrap things up. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yes, um, no problem. It's enjoyable. We're, we're going to do a series of these that will feature if you could hop on a plane from Huntsville International and fly somewhere direct for a little getaway. Um, and we're starting with Orlando, uh, Frontier, and I believe Silver fly direct there, as well as other airlines non-direct. But uh, we're real fortunate to live in a city with, uh, we're a middle-sized city. We have an airport that goes a lot of cool places, Chicago and D.C. So nice to have that available to us here. Yes. So um, we like to wrap things up with the favorite five. It's a series of five questions designed to be one word answers. You can expound if you'd like, Um, but it's really trying to get to know the personality behind the person. Sure. So you ready for your favorite five? I guess so. Shoot. Epcot or Hollywood Studios? Hollywood Studios. The Grand Floridian or Yacht and Beach Club? Grand Floridian. A roller coaster or a dark water ride? A roller coaster. Mickey ice cream bar or a goofy cookie? Mickey ice cream bar. All the way. Kind of, all the way. All the way. <laughs> Mickey Ice Cream Bar. Undoubtedly. The iconic Mickey Ice Cream Bar. Mm-hmm. All right. And last question on your favorite five. If you could go overseas to a Disney park, would you go to Tokyo Disney, Disneyland Paris, or Shanghai Disney? Shanghai Disney. Really? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Uh, the new technology that they put in place. Just amazing to see. That'd be fun. I've been to Tokyo Disneyland. Do you know that? That was a long plane ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shanghai would be the same. So Yes, it would. All right, Kristen. Well, this is fun. I, I hope people that listen really get a sense that Disney World's a great place to go with your family on spring break and things like that. But it's just a fun place to get away with your significant other, with your friends group, or sometimes even just by yourself. I think so. When's I your next trip planned? Um, fall break, actually. Family trip for fall break. And where are you staying somewhere fun? Actually, we'll be at the... Animal Kingdom Lodge. Of course. Enjoy the giraffes and <laughs> Enjoy coffee. Enjoy the giraffes and coffee and the zebras. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, this is Chad Emerson, Downtown Huntsville Explorer Podcast. Thanks to Kristen Deaton for joining us, talking a little Disney. We'll be uh, back next time at the DHI Explorer Podcast.